Enjoy the ambient noises of my rendering computer while I sit here and speak with you. And speak with you about how men need women to rough them up a little bit. Don't you think? There are so many weak men out there. And blech, it is gross. So many weak women that also catalyze male weakness and perpetuate it. A lot of us dumb, dumb bitches fall for masks and stick around and accept over and over this ridiculous behavior that men exhibit time and time again that can only be stopped by women fucking them off, breaking up, go away, leave me alone, you are not worthy. And disclaimer, before I get into this shit, my grievances are going to be against men in particular here. I have many against women's roles in this stuff too, but obviously my focus is going to be on what affects me more. So to be clear, don't think because I'm not talking about them, I don't acknowledge the nefarious behavior that women engage in too, okay? Okay, sweet cheeks, we good? Capiche? Can I move forward? Hmm? Now that we got that out the way, let me get back to this weak men ordeal. Insecure men, mental ladyboys, apex fuckboys, the kind of guy who calls you princess and infantilizes you. This kind of guy needs a subservient woman and could never deal with his equal or what he considered to be his equal. And frankly, doesn't want a woman that's his equal. That would threaten his manhood. Also exposes him as more of a cretin of weakness. Lots of these types of English is hard. <laughs> a lot of these types of guys are trying to play the tough alpha character. And somehow their bitch ass behavior gets totally glossed over. And it's because they're yelling and trying to constantly remind everyone of how alpha they are. I've fallen for this shit so many times. It is the deep war cry of the man-child to need to constantly remind everybody how masculine he is and how alpha he is and how strong he is. This is why I have an aversion to it now. Saddam, so you know? Saddam. So so what is an ideal man exactly? Or how can we get close to ideal or what does it look like? Taking into account the reality and nature of human beings and how we are. Um, me, myself, I'm a man's type of chick. You got to be a sweetie. You got to be an asshole too. And you have to have a good idea of when to be which. Time and place. I shouldn't need to tell anybody and they shouldn't need to be told because they behaved this way or that as adolescents when they were out trying to fuck and do whatever and experiencing things that made them this way, which to me is a good product of rejection and breakups and all that regular shit we all face. Regular. Regular. All that regular degular shit, you know? Girls can be mean. Some guys can turn super bitchy about it and wah wah. And the guys who are able to move on without a grudge and have the shit happens attitude are quite frankly the most ideal. 
big unnecessary reactions to normal life events as an adult speaks to me of an infantile mindset or a mindset that is poor at growing. Being so self-involved that every issue or conflict is a slight against you and not something you also participated in, that is some weak-ass, bitch-ass shit. And then going and complaining to your buddies about how the girl is just a bitch. The way teenaged girls do with their girlfriends. Hey, darling, you're a weak bitch. You're so weak. You're so weak, baby boy. You're worse than a girl if you're a man and acting like that. Yuck. Guess what? You nasty. You make me want to rip out my reproductive organs and throw them into the fucking ocean. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I will never fuck you. Because you are repulsive to me. (laughs) If you think a guy is too much of a bitch, you have to treat him like that. And you'll either correct course, take your point, and decide not to put up with it, which is sexy if you're just making shit up and he's not actually being a bitch. Or he'll succumb to his weakness and be one of those male feminist types that sucks your ass and can't stand on his own two feet emotionally because he's a baby and needs a mommy. And you have just happened to fill that role for him. And now he needs you because he's emotionally dependent on you for nurturing. And if you stick around for that kind of behavior, guess what you're nurturing? You're nurturing that man-child shit. That man-child shit. Generally, I feel like guys who are like this don't or did not have a good mother. So they didn't learn how to navigate women properly. If he did something wrong, he over-apologizes and engages in ridiculous gestures and will say ridiculous overblown things to make you think he cares when really his sorry ass just doesn't want to be alone because he's no, he knows deep down no other woman would put up with this. And the woman who does is weak, so she enables and acts like a catalyst for the bitch-ass behavior. Not only that, the overt gestures and the the over-exaggeration of his feelings at a time when he should be apologetic is a way to mitigate having to behave the way you actually should when you mean that you're sorry. So sorry is an acknowledgement, sure, but sorry is also I will adjust myself to not do this again because obviously you don't like it and it causes a disruption. But oh my god, I love you. How can you be like this? How can you how can you want to go? We've been together for 2 or 3 years. Like I've invested so many years of my life in you. Can we get something straight? Two or three years isn't shit, okay? When you're starting off in a relationship, sure, maybe. But in the grand scheme of things, it really isn't. So when people start throwing that shit at you like, oh my god, I've invested so much time in you. Like, bitch, what do you think I did here? I put up with you and invested time in you too. So please save me the melodrama of trying to exaggerate the importance of the relationship to you, when if it was important to you, you wouldn't be acting like a bitch. But guess what? You are. You are, and now I gotta deal with it. 
And frankly, if I was smart when I was in this position, I would have walked away right away and not enabled it for five fucking years after picking up on the pattern and the red flags. Don't know what I was thinking. I was under the impression I could fix you. But guess what? No, it's not how it works. If he is too nice after he fucks up, watch the fuck out. That behavior seems really great on its face, but it isn't. It is an overcompensation because he needs you to stay. That's when the, I love you more than anything. I need you. What are people going to think about this? I've been so high on you and now we're not working out. What will I do? Please don't do this. You mean so much to me and I've invested years of my life in you. Meanwhile, you've known him for like a year or two or even three It is misaligned and a huge sign of emotional manipulation. And you have to stop that behavior by not putting up with it. Unfortunately, that is a difficult thing to do sometimes because we tend to get comfortable in relationships and then we just kind of deal with shit and then it just piles on and piles on. And now you're in this position where not only have you catalyzed this kind of weak behavior, you've made yourself a kind of cushion for it. To absorb the shock of it every time. Not something that we should be soft towards. You know? You don't want to be flaccid towards this kind of behavior. Flaccid. (laughs) And let's be real. No one wants to... I personally, now that I've experienced that type of guy... No one wants to ravage that guy and fuck him into the ground. No! Personally, I want to avoid that loser... Unfortunately, I attract that shit because I am a fuck show myself. So shit. You know? (laughs) I scared. (coughs) I scared. Me personally now, as as I've aged and matured a little bit, I like and prefer men who are assertive and who I can count on to handle business, who have... An intellectual and exploratory capacity that is not, that is going to alleviate boredom in a lot of instances. Men who work with their hands are hot too. Deep voices, a fairly calm demeanor, but also someone who isn't afraid to run hype EXE and get impassioned. Someone who can take control of a situation when necessary and not overly. I mean, It's a lot of being flexible and fluid and knowing when to do that. That I think is the most important quality. Flexibility mentally is everything. Those are the most interesting people. Those are the people that don't go stale. And those are the people that can keep me, you know, cognitively engaged, I think. And a person like this is more of a problem solver than a problem creator. The man-child type. The, the insecure type, the guys who get all weird when a girl enters a room type, these kinds of guys, you're not going to get the, the man shit that you need from a man from those guys. You know, like, if you're so bothered by a rejection, come on, dude, come on. What are you doing? No, what are you not doing? What are you not doing to earn the confidence that you need to not cry like a baby on the inside when a girl doesn't want to fuck you and probably fairly she fairly doesn't want to fuck you she probably has good reasons her biology is telling her not to mate with you 
and it's protecting her. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't always work. A lot of the time we forego the things that our bodies are trying to tell us and we get in dangerous situations and it's not very smart. And uh, But hey, it happens. But we girls know what that feeling is like, right? When you're around a guy and your your body just goes, Ugh, stay the fuck away from him. Abort. Just get out of the environment he is in. Because he's going to try and be all up in your space. And you don't want that. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> if... If we are going to be, sorry, not if we, if we are going to be, actually, yes, we, we're going to be meek, right? If we're going to be meek and weak women, and there are men like that, like the the weak and meek men that are around other weak and meek women, that's going to affect their chances in the sexual and dating pool. I mean, if they're not getting honest feedback from us girls who don't want them because of that meek weakness, they're never going to know what to do and will be perpetually lost in the land of incels. And it's the same with girls, too. If you're not providing the person that you are into with feedback to make improvements, you guys are going to get stagnant real quick and you're not going to go anywhere anymore. And your relationship is going to hit a wall and it's going to be in a rigid and boring place because neither person wants to grow up and be a goddamn adult and be a goddamn adult and handle their fucking downfalls so that other people don't have to. And who do you think it benefits the most to not be a weak bitch, by the way? Who do you think that benefits the most? I'm going to give that a minute. I'm going to let you think about that. I'm going to let you think about that. The answer is you. It helps you the most not to be a weak fucking... Gross. Whatever that is. It'll help you greatly. It'll improve your relationships, not only with everybody else, but most importantly and foremost, yourself. And if you're a guy and girls don't want to fuck you, dude, that's your number one signal that you got to do something, okay? It's not fun for a guy when a girl doesn't want to fuck him, and it's understandable. But if you're the kind of guy who's going to react to that in such a way where you're fucking with the girl, or... You're, you're doing some crazy shit because she doesn't want you inside her for very good reasons. Um, there's another problem. Fix your head. Like, sh- girls don't like shit like that. If you want, like, an actual good chick, the kind of guys that these people on Discord c- cry about, like, you know, girls are like this and girls are like that. If you're somebody who always complains about the opposite sex is like, girls are like this and girls are like that. General, general, general. You're just someone who's bitter against the other gender. That's because of your failure to be good enough to get the kind of girl that you want. Okay? Like, 
you're either going to stay in your lane and you're going to limit yourself and you're not going to be with somebody who's going to fulfill you or you're going to be willing to move outside of your lane and do the things that are required to attain the kind of girl you want. Same with girls. Right? Like Eric and I last night were talking about how these fat feminist women think that they should be getting laid by like these hot guys who obviously have beauty standards and girls that they think are more attractive and attract those attractive girls. Why the fuck would he want to fuck you? If you are lazy and gross and unhygienic and he doesn't like what's going on with you, why the fuck should he? You're okay with that. Most people aren't. Most people like people to take care of themselves, look nice, and not be a fuck show. Okay? If you're a fuck show, you can't sit here and expect people to want you. Get it together, bitches. What is happening here? You want better things, you have to be better. This is the simplest math ever. Any of these people who have, like, there's an entitlement thing that comes when you're younger with always getting what you want. When you're older, you think you're, you should have the same treatment and always get what you want. No, dude, especially when you get older, people start caring less about what you think you should have. They don't care about you anymore. They care about what's better. I mean, people who are getting smarter as they're, as they're aging should be caring about what is actually going to be better and beneficial in their lives. And if that kind of behavior is in their periphery, guess what the smart person's going to do? They're going to leave. They, they want to leave. They don't want to deal with that. And quite frankly, there's nothing grosser than a bitch-ass man who doesn't have his emotions handled. And you, it, it, like, it's not even surprising anymore. These, these 40, 50-year-old men who are on the internet acting like motherfucking bitches. Bitches. And this is why you're on the internet doing this. And this is probably why you're not at home having a conversation with your girlfriend. Because you'd rather be having temper tantrums and acting like a fucking baby. All the while screaming about how you're so fucking strong and you're such a fucking man. Okay. And then there's, this problem also exists in like the, that, that end of the teen years realm, right? Like when, you, when I talk to people and I hop into that politics discord, I immediately know what kind of guys I'm dealing with the minute I say hi and they react in a way. Dude, if some girl is coming to a chat and pleasantly saying hi to you and you're reacting in such a negative way and you start talking about how women need to be fucking this or that or thrown into the ocean or whatever it is, the stupid shit that I've heard over just the past few weeks from some of these children, by the way, like angsty 19 year olds is I think what I'm dealing with none of these kids talk about their age but their maturity level is so low that that I can think of them and the way that I process them is they're like 16 to 19 you know nothing is fixed if you are just putting up with this stuff and this man-child is going to make no improvements, nor really work towards being man enough to appreciate the consequences of whatever he has brought upon himself due to a series of bad decisions he made, which includes being with the wrong partner, even after determining it may not be best. 
back to the original point, you know what I mean? Talking about how nothing is this, this guy's fault. Nothing is the man-child's fault. It's always everybody else that started the conflict. It's always everybody else that instigated. It was never him. He's always justified. He will always have reasons. Therefore, you will get caught up in that cycle if you don't tell him to fuck off. Because he's going to do that again and again and again. And again. And again. And again. And again, so in a sense, we also as girls need to be more responsible to not put up with this shit when we're faced with it, because if we do, we continue to enable the the weak behaviors that we complain about that we don't like in men. So I'm I'm on this very strong theme right now that women and men need each other to balance each other out and both sides are doing such a fucking bad job of it and what we're doing for each other is perpetuating our negative and fucked up behaviors and not emphasizing the importance of instilling and encouraging better problem solving thinking ahead kind of behaviors where you can actually work on problems that are inevitably going to come in your relationships as you get to know people it's just how it goes Real relationships are hard work. If you think you can just get into a situation and then everything's good because you made her your girlfriend, dude, you are a bitch. It's that simple. You know? It's just that simple. It's just that simple. Not... Being desired feels shitty, so the feeling of railing against women is understandable if no woman wants to fuck you because, you know, you're getting that biological slap in the face, aka you're not worthy to make, to mate with, and potentially make a child with. That's insulting, okay? Like, it's understandable, but it's on you to improve that situation as a man, right? Like, the, the Jordan Peterson line of thought here is a good one. This is why a lot of men flock towards him is because clearly people didn't have parents that were uh, that great um, or that, that didn't instill these kinds of values in them or obviously weren't an example that was good enough to draw from to adapt the kind of behaviors that are going to make things in your life fulfilling and be meaningful. We're lost when it comes to finding meaning because we're, we're also lost in this culture of instant gratification and making things better now and having a solution now that we overlook the idea at all that it's actually a long-term process to develop good habits that are conducive to good, healthy relationships and not cancerous ones. Not cancerous ones. Feedback is necessary. Us girls need that too. And I, but I'm only focusing one way right now. There's got to be a way to be on equal footing too with the guy that you're with. Um, there's obviously, it's not going to be equality across the board, but treat each other like people respect the things that each other has to say about the shitty things about you. 
generally, if someone that you're in a relationship with is telling you something or someone that you're friends with is trying to point something out to you that is a negative behavior, they're doing that for your benefit. Because when somebody's experiencing something from you that's really unpleasant and it makes them want to not hang out with you, but they like you as a person, they are going to tell you because they want to spend time with you. And the idea is if you care to spend time with them, you'll be a little bit more aware of that. Also, it's just good to have people as corrective mechanisms for your shitty behaviors because we all have them. They're not going to go away right away. And if you want to function in a, a relationship with one person or a group of people, it's fair to be aware that your behavior and how you are acting around them matters. It does. You want to share good energy. You want to share positivity generally. And you want the intent of all your communication with your friends and the people that are close to you to be good at bottom. You know what I'm saying? We all condition each other in behavioral ways by how we react to each other. A lot of the time, we want to spare people's feelings. And frankly, we shouldn't, especially with men. As a woman, I expect a man to be a man and be tough and be a structure of strength. If he can't handle rejection, he a bitch nigga. If he can't have humility when necessary, if you can't have humility when necessary, you a bitch nigga. If you take every transgression against you as a personal slight, guess what he is? If he can't handle criticism, guess what he is? If he doesn't give a fuck to listen to you, but he thinks you should listen to him? Hmm, doesn't that sound like some crazy dictator we knew like 70-something years ago? And what would you say about him? Would you say he was particularly healthy? Why are we so entranced by people like this? I mean, he's fascinating and interesting. But why the fuck, with all the crazy shit that he did, did we believe him and the ideas that he had? People are good at being representatives for themselves. But it always helps to pay attention to the way they're behaving and the way they react to such petty little things. If what's happened is petty and the reaction is so overblown, there you have an overcompensation. That's not genuine. Some things are small and all they take is a sorry. They don't need proclamations of all this fucking shit that I talked about earlier. Oh, I've invested so much time in you. <laughs> so what? If you're going to continue to waste my time with this dumb shit and your inability to grapple with your side of the responsibility of participating in whatever conflict has happened, again... How smart are you really? This is, to me, a clear indication of how much governance there is via the emotions instead of thinking about it. And it's always a selfish rationalization, too, because these kinds of guys are always protecting themselves emotionally from pain. They're always trying to pretend it's not there. And then it comes out as anger and vitriol all the time. 
And it fools us. It fools us into thinking that guys like this are strong, but they're fucking weak. And there ain't nothing to it but that. And to me, that behavior is bitch nigga behavior. Excuse me, sir. Have you considered not being a bitch nigga? Hmm? Have you considered not getting bothered by every little slight, even if it is personal against you, by people that don't even know you and you don't even know personally? That's a huge sign of weakness, too. When people on the internet can affect you emotionally that you've never spoken to, that you do not know, that do nothing for you. You motherfuckers do not put food on my table. You don't put the clothes on my back. You don't put the roof over my head. You don't put the water in my glass. So why in the fuck anybody would care about what anybody who listens to them has to say? I don't get. That to me again is a sign of weakness. And again, dude, if you're an adult and you're freaking out over shit that people are saying on the internet, how out of touch are you? Align your fucking emotions. Align them. Get it together. And somehow, you like people rationalize themselves in circles and tell people that, or tell themselves actually, <laughs> all these stories about their emotions. Because they're being funneled in a certain way and appearing strong, they can tell themselves that it's strong. Long term, this is a weak band-aid solution to just funnel your emotion and your negativity through anger. And there's very clear patterns with people like this. You're going to engage in negative shit. You're going to be around the YouTube videos that I've bitched about before that are negative, nothing but drama, vapid, vacuous, empty drama. Why do people gravitate towards that negative shit? It's because they need something to funnel their own negativity through. And also it probably makes them feel better about themselves to put other people down that are acting like bigger idiots. But if you're participating in that kind of negativity, trust that it says more about you than the person being an idiot that you're watching. That's that negative. And you know what? It's not a good look. It's just not. Yikes. Gross. Disgusting. Don't like it. Again, have you considered not being a bitch, nigga? Hmm? Have you tried that? Hello? Is this thing on? Real confidence is sexy. And real male authoritative and dominating confidence doesn't get shook in the face of tiny little gestures, petty shit, little things. And it doesn't need to assert its domination either. Its presence is just strong when it enters the room with the person who has the confidence. This is tacitly expressed by lack of reaction to tiny little things like some girl coming in and saying hi and being cute and a little obnoxious in a Discord room or server. You know? When I come into a Discord, Discord, Discord server... 
And the first reaction that I get is, you're a fucking thought, you're fucking this. I'm like, okay, that's fine. This, this is very typical for me, you know? This is why I've adapted the moniker of thought. I appreciate it. That symbolizes something to me that you just don't get it, okay? And like, I'm a good litmus test for weak men too. If you react to me a certain way, I know you're a weak bitch because I'm, I'm not really afraid of you. You can't do shit to me. You can't say anything to me that's going to bother me, yet you just ain't shit, okay? You ain't shit. And the, the people that I first run into who also treat me like, eh, you ain't shit, that is the person that I'm like, fuck yeah, there you go. We're going to get along because I don't think anything here, we are starting at flat, ground zero, And when you first meet someone, you should always think, you ain't shit. We'll see what you are and you will reveal to me what you are in time. I always fall for these mask traps and these things that people do to make themselves appear a certain way. It's something that is a problem with me because I tend not to engage in that behavior. I just want to keep it real. So I'm because I'm doing that, I'm assuming other people are also operating in that same paradigm, and they're not. So I get tricked, and I get duped because of that, and that's fine. But what I'm trying to illustrate here is that the, the people you meet that are going to treat you like you ain't shit, really, you know what I mean? Like, people can recognize something about you and say that, but if they also recognize that you're just a fucking person that's going to fuck up and they don't put you on that pedestal and don't expect to be put on a pedestal either, that's what you want. That's what you want. And you should be able to talk to a girl like they're a normal person and they have thoughts and all these things too. And not like they're a totally different species. It's so weird. That insecurity screams in your face when a guy is just going to call you a thought or a slut or a whore. And you're just like, you're gross. Dude, go ahead. Call me whatever you like. This is why I will never fuck you. And this is why no woman who is worth the time and investment will ever fucking look at you. That's why you're going to keep ending up with these kinds of girls that you claim to hate. Because you're not good enough to get anything else. You are not worthy of a good woman because you are not a good man. And you are not someone who cares to work towards that. Oh, but you want a 10 and you want a girl that does this, this, and this for you and blah, blah. You want your mother, dude. You want your fucking mom because you're still a lazy fucking child ass man child bitch. Can you tell how much disdain I have for these kinds of guys? And they're going to blame everybody else for their fucking problems. And you know what's after that, right? Columbine, bitches. School shootings and shit. That kind of stuff. Elliot Rogers shit. Why don't girls like me? I'm always so nice. There is the tell right there, you fucking fuck. Your motivation is tainted. You're being nice and you expect something. You're not being nice because you're a nice guy. You're being nice because you want to get something. And that's understandable too, right? There are obviously, there's subtext, there's motivations, there's all this stuff. But be aware of how those motivations are expressed. Be aware of that shit. That shit is important. 
You can't just sit here and claim that you're nice and all this shit when clearly people are not receptive to your niceness. Don't think we don't pick up on vibes and shit, okay? Sometimes we listen to our gut feelings about you and you come off as straight up creepy psycho. And I'm going to protect my life and I'm going to protect my uterus and every single part of my body away from you because you're gross. I'm not under the impression that every guy doesn't want to fuck me because we're girls. That's how it works. We are meant to do this. But when you're the kind of guy who thinks you're owed sex or owed a girl or owed this, this or that from the opposite gender and you have no reason to back up why you think that except for I'm a nice guy, dude, you are bare minimum. You are nothing. You're doing nothing extraordinary. You're even below basic if all you think you need to do is be nice. Nice guys finish last for a reason. They're not assertive. They don't try hard. They don't have something about them that's manly. They just let everything fall to the wayside and see how it goes. It's like they don't even want to participate. They just want everything to fall in their lap. And it's like, it's a mystery to you why you haven't had relationships and why girls reject you and why they find you repulsive. It's a surprise to you why you're an incel. Motherfucker, please, okay? Let's be real. And yeah, you can, you can take all these criticisms and apply them to the opposite gender as well. Because there is definitely weakness in women, and there are definitely areas in which we also need to improve to be the kind of yin-yang support that women and men are supposed to serve each other in the way of. Balance. You gotta balance each other. There's things women are better at, there's things men are better at, and if you could find a couple or a team that could balance each other out, by having the right mindsets and the right attitudes and all the things that are opposite of what I've talked about and complained about today, you're more likely to have a successful relationship. (coughs) Not getting shook over petty shit. Like if you're reacting to silly shit, how can I expect you to handle some bigger joke or gesture or whatever? Not getting shook over petty shit, that's a business handling attitude. That's the that's an attitude of a CEO. I got shit to deal with. I can't deal with these petty problems because this is a time and an opportunity cost that I can't afford. Because my focus needs to be on something better. The ability to be a dick back to retaliate when disrespected and also the ability to take a joke is where the balance is struck. Some guys get really weird about women joking with them. I have this problem. I've had this problem in the past as well. Like my boyfriends have thought that I was being mean to them because I was being sarcastic or because they failed to understand something that was so basic and understood or sorry, explained to them so clearly that sometimes it's almost comical and confusing that they don't understand. So I need to be sarcastic and bitchy so that they understand what I'm trying to tell them. But then they get offended about that. And it's like, I can't even play with you. Your mind isn't even flexible enough and you're such a rigid fucking bitch that I can't even make a joke with you to lighten the mood for some levity in the middle of a tiny little inconsequential argument 
that is probably not going to be that big of a deal in the long run and you're bitching about this take a joke dude take a joke let the mood be lightened understand that at the end of the day that's where you always want to get is back to that light airy fluffy place where you can make jokes again and talk shit and call each other morons or whatever it is that you do with the people that you like that requires flexibility and a strong person and a confident person to not take something so little like that seriously i need to be able to loosely speak and guess what you're gonna be a fucking moron sometimes and i'm gonna tell you And if I'm a fucking moron sometimes, guess what? You should tell me also. And we should be able to do that. We should be able to do that. Straight up. Real confidence is fluid and can move through a lot of situations. It's like water, you know? And water can exist in many states, frozen and that liquid state and in a in a gaseous steam state and sometimes you got to be able to switch between those things depending on the heat of the context of whatever is happening keep it real and understand that fluidity and flexibility being malleable is super important it's imperative to deal with the world around us it's the best way it really, really is important. We got to move with the flow of reality and shit happening around us. And we can't take it so serious. The only people who take themselves so damn seriously are the people who are hella broken toys. I mean, we're all broken toys to some degree. Yeah, of course. But how you deal with that brokenness matters. And being a flexible person is going to help you get around your own issues much better. And acknowledging that shit. And acknowledging it. The simplest thing that exposes male weakness is their behavior in the face of a confident woman. This is something that I have an issue with. If you react like a bitch right off the bat, your insecurities and failure with women more generally exposes itself. So as soon as you react to me in a shitty way, when you don't even know me, when I just come in and say hi, and I'm like, this is the first time that you have come into contact with me. And if you are just throwing that woman hatred at me, I sense that shit. It's gross. It's the stuff that makes my reproductive organs go, run, run, bitch. Run! Throw me in the ocean. Make sure I'm away from all this gross. You can't hide from it. You can't hide from that kind of stuff. It's almost unavoidable to not recognize. If you're a guy that feels butthurt over a woman and you're fucking obsessed with hating her, once again, you're exposing how much of a weak-ass bitch you are. And never mind girls, if somebody, if one person is affecting you this much that they are living rent-free in your head and you're paying attention to them after a long time still, recognize you have a fucking obsession problem. You're ill. You are not well. You are not dealing with the grudges and anger that you have inside you because you're still trying to blame somebody else for your dumb shit. You weak loser. 
You're exposing how much of a weak-ass bitch you are. That one girl, never mind girl, that any person can affect you like this. Such a turnoff. I could never imagine giving birth to the child of that man who's probably going to behave like that because his father is such a fucking child. That's how I think of dating now. So let me, let me just say this and remind you, if you're this kind of person, you're gross. Are you gross? Okay? Are you gross? You grudge-holding men who blame women for all of your problems and play the fucking victim while screaming you're not? You little apex burglord, you. You think you're cute? Oh, you think you're cute, do ya? You're fucking gross. You're gross. And I'm glad that I have a, an instinctive response to that of just utter disgust. Gross. Now, this is how I started to look at dating. I haven't even taken a sip of coffee and it's probably cold. I'll see. Okay. Dating to me is potential sex. Sex is always potential baby. Okay. So that is what that means in my head biologically that's what that is never mind the birth control never mind that stuff right now if the person that you are gonna go out with is not somebody that you would consider making more of if they don't have the kinds of qualities you want to multiply in the world guess what girls probably the wrong kind of guy to even let inside your body I'm a little Puritan like this. Call me a little traditional. Call me whatever you like. But I don't want to be contaminated with your nasty shit at all. Even the very essence of your person. I don't want it inside me. I don't want the essence of creation of your person anywhere near me. And I'm not letting you enter me knowing that there is a potential that I could multiply you. No fucking thanks, dude. No thanks. And why are you so angry about this, Amy? Because this is my dating pool, my friends. It's discouraged me greatly. And I know it's dumb. I know it's dumb because what you see on the internet isn't what's in the real world, blah, blah, blah. But I'm also trying to illustrate that I've dealt with these things in real life to some degree. And I would like to be a little bit more cautious. Yeah, it's going to be a bit boring. Throwing, I have to throw caution to the wind at some point sometimes, and that's going to be fine. But is it really that much of a surprise that I want to be so deliberate in the selection process here? I would rather forego having sex than have sex with somebody like that because it just grosses me out. And the disgust factor for me is very large. It affects me psychologically in such a way that it, it makes me feel sick, right? Like things that gross me out make me feel kind of ill. So I want to stay away from that which makes me ill. And this kind of weakness in a man is it's illness. That's like a male illness. Just like women have particular ailments that are specific to females. This is an illness 
that men seem to have, and it seems quite widespread. And I shouldn't even call them men. They are boys. Man children. They, they're wearing man's costume. They look like men because they're tall. And they're like fucking 30, 40, 50, however. And they still act like this. It's gross. If you're still engaging in petty shit a lot when you're getting up into those half a century ages. Yikes, dude. Gross. There's no other way to describe it but gross. It's disgusting. Like, socialize yourself and be around the kind of women who will fucking nag you. Because you know what? As much as you assholes don't like the nagging, the nagging is good for you if it's coming from a good place. And obviously, if what you're being nagged about is an objectively good behavior, have the brain to determine whether it is. And guess what? Men need to... I love being mansplained. A man who tells me what to do or tells me to fix something or suggest something to me that is going to help me, I want that. Or a woman, person, whatever. That's what I want. I need people who have the gall to be like, listen, motherfucker, I care about you. I want to see you do better. This is why I'm telling you the truth. I'm not telling you the truth to make you feel worse about yourself. A, you should feel bad about yourself because you're a fucking slime ball. Number two... This improvement could greatly change your trajectory in a direction that would probably improve your situation so you're not bitching and moaning and complaining all the time. And see, right back to the original point, you're my friend, I care, I want to see you do well. I want to have less problems with you, so I'm going to bring up problems with you so that you know what's a problem for me. Let's not act like we're not going to have problems with each other because we are. Engage in the conflict management. Give each other feedback. And people who can't take feedback, get them the fuck away from you. Those are the wrong people to be around, be influenced by. They're not good. Those are the types of people that are a hindrance in our world problems. The ones who think they're right. The Donald Trumps of the world. Who don't want to listen to criticism from anybody. And immediately take it as a personal slight. You are a baby, dude. You're a baby. And these are the kinds of people we got running shit. Never mind running your relationships. We got people like this running the world. The guy who needs to put his hands up and tell everybody, my hands are great. They're normal size. Like, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, please, everybody, please, everybody, uh, I'm so alpha and I'm so strong. Okay, I'm so alpha and I'm so strong. Behind that is like, <laughs> I don't want to be hurt. I'm scared to be hurt. I'm bitter because I've been rejected. <laughs> Fuck the world. Fuck these bitches. Fuck everybody who doesn't fucking follow me. I'm right. I'm the best. Donald Trump. Dun, dun, dun. Bam, 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 bam. I'm Donald Trump, and I'm alpha, and I'm strong. Okay? Everybody else is wrong. Fake news. That recording is not real. Fake news. Good God. Anybody who buys that shit is even more dumb. And again, like, I'm railing against this because I've accepted this behavior in my past. Even just recently, you know? Even just recently. 
And it makes me feel disgusted with myself. So now, now that I've expressed it and kind of worked it out, it feels better. And I hope that I don't make the mistake again. And I probably will. Let's be real. I will. But let's just hope the frequency decreases over time. Right? And like a real person, a person who is real with you is going to be a little bit mean to you sometimes, is going to be mostly nice to you if they like you. And they're going to play around with you and they're going to call you names and they're going to do this shit and they should feel comfortable to do that. Because if you're treating someone as an equal and and you want to have a good relationship that's based on honesty and trust and all that stuff, all those things come with it. There are some hurtful aspects to being true friends and being in real relationships with people and keeping it real. There are some aspects of that that can be a little bit abrasive. But guess what? You need that. We all need a little bit of abrasiveness and we all need things a little bit rough sometimes. And who better to deliver that to you than a friend that you love that loves you and wants to see you do better? If you and your friends can handle conflict amongst yourselves, that is such an incredible opportunity for growth and character building that you're providing each other. In your relationship, same thing. If you and your girlfriend or you and your boyfriend are able to engage in conflict in a way where you can express the negative aspects in a way that, yes, are negative and are going to be a little bit negative, but not so negative that it's one person blaming the other or, <coughs> you know, the, the feelings not being adequately expressed. It, it makes it a lot harder to be in that relationship and you have to constantly need out tension. Think of a relationship as a back, right? Over time or over the day, you're going to get tense in the shoulders. You're going to get tense in certain spots in your back. There's going to be knots that form over time. And the, the best thing to do is get a massage and massage them out. But do you think that massage is pleasant? No, it's not. Massaging out tension and knots is actually quite an uncomfortable experience. And the bigger the knot, the more pain you have to endure to get that knot out and to, to knead out that tension that is causing stiffness and rigidity in your muscles. Now, just look at the imagery of that analogy and apply that. It works so well. Rigidity sucks. You need to be able to move. Imagine if you've ever had a stiff muscle, you know how shitty that feels. You can't move. It's uncomfortable. And it's just accumulating more stress over time on top of the stress that's already there. Why do we do this to ourselves? Time to learn to engage in conflict better. Time to learn how to be rejected properly. Time to learn all the things that I've complained about today, how not to do them. And I'm right there with you because I have these things too. And I'm going to do these things too. But it's always helpful to be aware of them. And you weak-ass bitches out there listening, you need to be scolded sometimes. And you need to be around the kind of women who are going to kick you around a little bit and who don't take you that serious because there's nothing about you to take seriously. All you people who like sit around on the internet for 10 hours a day and do nothing outside and don't get out in the real world or have something productive that you're doing... Get off your computer and go outside. 
go outside and talk to, go to the store and try and have a pleasant conversation with a cashier. Can you do that? Socialize in some way. Feel the nervousness that you feel with those social interactions in little ways. And provide yourself with some kind of exposure therapy to assuage that anxiety you have of rejection and all that stuff that if you don't handle, you will be a resentful, weak bitch, a callous person. You will be destructive. You know why? Because what's inside you is destroying you from the inside and you're not listening. You're not listening to it. You're ignoring it and you're projecting it outwards and now everybody else has to deal with your psycho shit. All the while you're sitting in your car taking videos about how you're such a nice guy. I don't understand why I don't have this, this and that. I'm such a nice guy. No, you're not. You want us to think you're a nice guy. But you're not a nice guy. Because if you really were a nice guy, you wouldn't do what you did. And you wouldn't behave towards people the way that you do. And you wouldn't harbor such deep hate and resentment for people. You just wouldn't. Okay? How's that? For an impassioned conversation. I ain't about you weak bitches. I don't like being around you. I feel gross about it. It's fun to be around because I just, I love the reaction I get from guys like that. Who just get all awkward and, oh my God, there's a girl here and she's not like soft spoken and blah. No. Because who are you? Hmm? Who are you? Who are you? Exactly. Exactly. That's the question. You're nobody to me. You want to affect me. You have to be privileged and you have to be my fucking friend and I have to have an investment in you. Then I care. Then you can call me a wiener bop and I'll cry into a pillow. No, I won't. But you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean. Anyway, there was an earful for you. Consider these things. I'm going to need to talk about women now to balance the shit out. And I will. But I'm particularly going to have an aversion to weak men like this. Because, again, this, this makes me aware of the kind of guys that are in my periphery and in my dating pool. And uh, it discourages me. And I, again, I'm going to balance that with reality. I understand there are people out there and stuff and there's other avenues to do this whole thing. But it is something that concerns me and it is gross and I don't like it. And uh, it's about time that these fucking man children hold themselves accountable and pick their lives up and get it together. Okay? Get it together. You are not unique in being rejected. You are not unique in facing tragedy. You are not unique in being treated poorly in this life. I think many of us have dealt with being treated like shit. We don't like it. But you're either going to make the decision to remove that out of your life or you're going to put up with it and you're going to be a catalyst for that kind of shit and your own weakness. And then other people have to deal with that? Never mind me, dude. I don't think people generally like to deal with weak people. We don't. We don't like the ill. 
We don't like the ill. Like when you see someone and they're ill, your body has a reaction that's like, ugh. That's how I feel about weak men. I'm just like, ugh. My reproductive system is like, ugh. Can, can, I, can, I sew my vagi- can I sew myself shut? My vagina is saying in my brain. <laughs> Anyways, sweetie pies, I hope you have a great day and we'll chat soon, okay? Big kisses, comments in the comment section, email me, you know how we do over here, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. Bye.